and welcome to this live festive Q&A event for towards the upcoming Kabu retreat that we're going to be bringing. So just like it's a uh, happy holidays, by the way, to everyone, uh, just like everyone's gathering around with their families all around the world, we're also gathering with our big Kabu family here. Uh, who are these people, you might be asking? Here we have uh, Ruth, who you probably know very well on the side there. Uh, Igor and Mark hey here. Igor and Mark are also senior Kabbalah instructors. Mark has been with us for uh, 19 years, right? Teaching. Same as you. Same as me. Yeah. Right, yeah. About 19 years teaching and studying the wisdom of Kabbalah. Igor as well uh, for a lot of that time. Well, n- not as much. <laughs> not as much. <laughs> and we also have our Kabu staff and, and instructors also on Zoom here, ones you should know very nicely and well. With uh, Tony there and Anna Pierre, Michelle and Tali. How are you guys all going? Very nice to see you all. And we're here to answer your questions tonight. You can ask any questions you want Kabbalah's answers to during this event. Uh, get them answered live by this wide panel we have here. And also, just for asking questions, you go into the draw to win prizes. We're going to be giving away uh, two of these very special books tonight. Uh, just, for you answer, uh, just for you asking questions. Not for answering questions. Uh-huh. It's against Wait, the rules. The book? the book is Attaining the Worlds Beyond. It's a... Uh, it's a very special book. We'll talk a little bit more about it during the event. Uh, so honestly, it's one of the first books that really got into me. Really? Yeah. It. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's yeah. why That's why we're giving this one away. I'll give it, since we're already starting the event, we, we, this book, this book was written by Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman uh, right after his teacher, Rabash's death. And he just put himself into a, into a, in, into a room in his house for, for two weeks, just writing nonstop. And eventually that writing, which was very deep in a spiritual uh, text that, that came out of him at that time, that all came together in this book, Attaining the Worlds Beyond. And it's got uh, everyone who reads this book always mentions about how special and, and what a, an immense experience it is to go through it. That's why we're giving specifically this book away, because it is a very special book. And uh, just for asking your questions, so if you have any questions that you want Kabbalah's answers to, already start putting them in. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, you can ask there. Also, if you've got emails, if you're part of CabU, you, you can go to retreat.cabuconnect.com slash live and ask your questions there. So we're taking questions at all these places, so feel free to just ask away during the event. You can already start asking. And one more thing at this event is that we are promoting the greatest event we're having all year long, which is the first ever time we're doing a Europe-based Kabu retreat. Uh, it's going to be in the Netherlands in... Anna Pierre, you've got to do this. You've got you to s- pronounce the name of this park. It's, it's called Vakantiepark Eigenwijze. So it's pronounced <laughs> Eigenwijze. All right. It's a family show. Okay, everybody <laughs> repeat that. Good luck. <laughs> there you go. So that's where it's going to be in the Netherlands. You, you, can, you can look it up on our site at retreat.cabuconnect.com. Uh, but it's a, it's a hybrid retreat, so anyone who can participate virtually, you're going to get just as much of a, an immense retreat experience. So we're really encouraging. If you haven't got your tickets to the retreat, get them now. Get them during this event. We only have another week left for the early bird pricing. You can get your tickets now. If you're attending virtually, they'll be, uh, you can get them for $99. That's the early bird price. So in another week's time, it goes up to $149. So you'll be saving $50. And if you're going in person, you can get them for $399. So if you actually go to that place that 
and a Pierre mansion in the Netherlands. <laughs> so you'll be able to get it for $399 to go there. And uh, not only that, if just for getting your tickets now during this event, anyone who gets them today, at the end of the event, we're going to be giving away a full cashback prize on, for one person who got their ticket during this event. So at the end of this event, we're going to be drawing one of you who buys their retreat tickets now, and you'll get full cashback for, for your retreat ticket. So we're really trying to encourage this because it's really an amazing event. And without further ado, before we get into answering your questions, uh, let's just go and watch a short clip uh, that Tony uh, has explaining what is a CABU retreat in general, just to start getting a bit of a feel for it, and then we'll keep moving on with it. It isn't the ideas that change our lives. The concepts won't open up your perception of reality. To make the wisdom of Kabbalah real, you've got to learn how to live it. And that's what the CABU retreat is. It's a spiritual boot camp where you can rise above the egoistic world for three days of immersion into a true Kabbalistic environment that functions just like the laws of nature. It's the most important thing that we work on our connections. Everybody on Zoom, great to have you here with us. I was blown away by the love that I felt. It is something that is impossible to find anywhere else. There's so much power that's generated. There's so much energy that it's like uh, plugging your phone into a, uh, into a charger. Like you get charged up. I'm going to have flashes of this whole retreat for a very long time. Everybody comes and sort of gets nurtured in kind of the exact way that they need to. That's just a treasure. You, know? you just don't experience it anywhere else. Indescribably fulfilling and peaceful. It's like we're cells in one body. There's nothing like it. This has to really, really get to humanity. This is the healing. This is what everybody wants, and they don't even know it. We understand what we're learning about connection, but putting it in practice here, you feel it. I will not miss another one. Turn your study into spiritual attainment. Make it real. Okay, so just to continue that line, I already see lots of you are already asking your questions, but just before we get into it, one of, one of the activities we do at a retreat and one of the immense things about the retreat is that uh, we have these things called workshops where we sit down together and we discuss, we discuss spiritual matters, spiritual topics, we get deep into it, and everyone who undergoes these activities and these experiences really comes out and talks about how, how much they feel this immense connection. So we just want to talk a little bit about that a little bit before we get into it. We'll do a, a workshop round among each other, everyone who's here and on Zoom, before we get into answering your questions. What can people expect from going to a retreat? Ruth, I see you're already... <laughs> yeah, I'm like already in the retreat. Just when <laughs> Because um, yeah, just seeing that clip in, and I also had the privilege to be in a few of the retreats and... Um, it becomes everything that we study theoretically it becomes real like it becomes practical 
And um, if you participate in such an event, you're going to really feel it. It's, it's difficult to pass in words because it's such a powerful sensation that you have to experience it by yourself. And you will, definitely, I guarantee it. I mean, that, those are big words, like say, wow, how can she say such a thing, like guarantee such a thing, but it's so... <sighs> There's things that... Um, it's almost impossible to pass them through words because the sensations are so powerful and we're so limited to express um, such powerful feelings. And um, you, it, you just have to be there. If, if you're going to be there physically, please, please, and you have the, the opportunity and you have the capabilities to be there physically, please, please take this opportunity because it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And I personally, I dreamed of of a retreat that would happen physically in Europe for years. And like now it's happening. I'm so, so grateful. And um, just like, you know, do it, go for it, because it's worth more than anything that this world can offer you. I don't, I, I don't have anything. I don't know what else to say in words. Cause I, just, I will, I will yeah, say. Go yeah, on, I will go on. Go for it. it. <laughs> well, first of all, guys, you know, uh, Netherlands is amazing, just in general. You know, you're going to come. You, you're going to come through Amsterdam, most likely, and uh, I'm not like Anipiar, I cannot pronounce it. I'm not a native, but I'm an expat, and I'm living there for some time. So it's like an hour drive for me, uh, so it's easy for me. You know, Ruth, Ruth just tried to express how important it is to come. Well, for me, I'm an outlier. For me, it's easy to come, so it's not some kind of a sacrifice. But anyway, the uh, thing about it is uh, the method of Kabbalah is basically all about connection. It's all about people coming together, but not in a kumbaya kind of way but it's, uh, it's some meaningful deep inside connection between us and uh, the best way to experience it is of course to meet together physically um, we're going to have uh, we're, we're all going to be there first of all all of us all the people that you see on screen all the instructors we're coming there and um, um, you guys have a chance to experience a like internal revolution inside of you you know uh, you're not going to be the same after the day that you go back you'll see the wor world in a new light and uh, I know it, it might sound odd you know the stuff that we say now <laughs> sounds kind of like off-putting and weird but trust me like we're normal people we're not some like voodoo people um, um, and uh, just something that elevates you above the mundane reality and and not in terms of having fun w oh, we will have fun all right <laughs> but 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 meaning that we will uh, experience some elevating experience. Practical, non-mystical, non-weird, just proper spiritual connection. Mark. So speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm very much a weird person uh, who likes having weird non-fun, as opposed to some others. Um, but in all seriousness... Uh, My bad, Mark. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't be exclusionary. I mean... Right. Uh, I... I just it reminds me, Marcos and I met for the first time in uh, 2004 at what was essentially that version of a retreat back then. For the first time, we'd both been studying for just a couple of months, probably like less than a year, maybe a year. Would our lives have been different had we not attended it? Like completely different. I can't even imagine um, what it what life would have been like had we not been there. 
Um, so when you hear people say that it is life-changing, that's because it is life-changing. And anyone you're going to speak to that has attended that, you know, obviously it has, has some sort of a deficiency for it, has some sort of a, a need to search for their life's purpose, to, to search for connection, to search for meaning. Those are the people Weird or not weird, doesn't matter, fun-loving, not fun-loving, but those are the people that um, are really going to get something extraordinary from it, uh, like that you're really not going to find anywhere else. That much I can promise you. So we have lofty words here, guarantees, promises. Let's see what Marcos uh, is going to say now. I'm actually wanting to pass it on to more of you guys. Let's, let's hear from our, um, from our instructors and staff on Zoom. Who wants to, who wants to lead the way on Zoom that- well, I, I like I like to continue, Mark. I I totally agree with uh, with my friends. Uh, not only because of my friends, but I I share their experiences. And this is probably one of the things why it's so hard to convey. For example, if you would never have tasted chocolate, and we are trying to convey you how this tastes, it's really difficult, right? You need to taste for yourself. This is actually what we are telling, and. Um, I can tell you from my experience that you will have a good time, a really good time. And uh, what means good time is that you will find out that something inside of you uh, gets awakened more strongly when you are at such a retreat. And this thing that gets more awakened inside of you becomes also more important to you. And with this, you will experience deeper feelings and deeper understandings this is this is what we can expect because every time when we come together and we are together with a kabbalistic intention for connection then we attract upon ourselves such an influence that these things happens they 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 come every time again we don't know exactly what it will bring us towards but we know that this will happen so this will also happen to you and I can tell you also that apart from a great experience, you will uh, you will make for yourself a great foundation. You will lay down for yourself with this retreat, retreat a kind of structure on which you can erect a great spiritual future for yourself and for the ones around you. Tony. Yeah, I you know. Uh, you can expect a revelation, a, a sense of, of coming home, and it's not complicated, and it's, it, it's not a high bar. Even if you hadn't learned, you never learned anything about this, there, life is, is structured in a certain way, but we don't understand the rules of the game. Uh, and it's intended to, to develop us to, to a, a point of revelation, of coming home, of, of, of utilizing everything that nature provided for us if we know the rules of the game so what you can expect is kind of a summer camp in which the games that we're playing aren't like capture the flag or whatever we're playing the ones that nature intended for us to play so that we can understand the way it plays with us there are you know there are you'll learn some stuff you'll learn some principles but that's not the issue the 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 whole point of it is that you'll see ah. Oh, that's how life works. 
this is this is the way in which to to feel things at their depth this is the way to now life makes sense i can understand why i'm seeing it happen this way and it's not like some kind of a big system being imposed imposed on somebody but when you live uh your life as you normally would with the benefit of knowing what the rules of the game are suddenly it's fun and it's beautiful and the world that seems sort of dark and unfriendly becomes what we expect to to experience in a beautiful and spiritual world that will happen for you if you play the 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 games by the rules uh michelle yes thank you tony uh, for me um going to a retreat is like like coming home you know in this very special environment where you you know, you may know or not know these friends, you know, you will feel welcomed. You know, because here we're going to, to be together and connect through fun activities, uh, meals, lectures. Uh, we're going to listen to Kabbalistic music together. And after a while, you know, you'll feel like something like almost magical happens. Yeah, you will begin to feel like, like you've known these people for a long time. And Okay, this may be, you know, it might sound strange, but it is really like that. And this, this very special and new awareness is awakening. So going to a retreat is really something beyond this world. Um, yeah, thank you, everyone. So I just have to share, I mean, there's the minute that uh, Marcus pulled up the book, uh, Attending the World Beyond, um, it just made me go back to how to my first to the first retreat I went to ever in my life, uh, and I got to that retreat after I lived. I lived in the states for many years, and then I lived in Mexico. I lived in Cabo San Lucas, uh, which is like one of the most touristic, uh, beautiful places anyone can be. And I had everything I ever wanted. I had the status. I had the money. I had the the uh, you know the dream sort of. But I felt very empty inside, even though I had everything. Um, and then I went back to Israel. I went to a bookstore and I pulled up the book, Attaining the Worlds Beyond. And I felt like, you know, I found the truth, but that wasn't enough. I felt like I have to meet those people, you know, that the connection, that everything that he talks about. And then I went to my first retreat. It was maybe 13 years ago. And... What you're going to find there is the absolute truth. It's the truth. It's the uh, purpose, you know, why we're alive. What is the meaning of everything? And uh, just like everyone mentioned, you know, it's um, we live in very interesting times. And uh, you're going to find like this, you know, uh, the, the, this lake, this area of peacefulness and quiet and understanding and loving. Um, and I highly recommend everyone to come. Just, just a quick reminder for anyone who might be coming in now. Uh, this is an event where we're going over a little bit about the greatness of this upcoming retreat. And we're also asking you to ask your questions and you're gonna get them answered live during this event. And just for asking your questions, you'll go into the draw to win prizes. We're giving away a couple of these really great special books, Attaining the World Beyond. 
So we'll be drawing that later on. And also, just for getting your retreat ticket during this event right now, if you go and get your tickets at retreat.cabuconnect.com, uh, either for the virtual retreat, which will be a full immersion on Zoom for the three days of the retreat, or for the in-person retreat in the Netherlands. So you'll go into the draw to get full cash back on your retreat ticket, which we'll also be drawing at the end of this event. That's what we're doing here. So we're going to get, I see that you're, you're already asking a lot of questions. I also see there's lots of people asking questions about the retreat. We'll get to those a little bit later. We're going to put uh, priority on all, you could say, Kabbalah beginner questions, because there's lots of people here who are new, who are con connected to our channels. So we see lots of these Kabbalah beginner questions. We're going to get into them very soon. But just after we did this nice round of softening up to, to, to start you know, feeling this connection experience of the retreat, you know, we, we put on events like this to promote the retreat, not just to promote some event, but the, it, it's really because since it's a spiritual event that we're putting on, there's no way of connecting it to anything we've experienced in life before. Until you actually go to one of these events, you can't know what it's about. And you, 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 the, the supportive atmosphere at, at such an event and the... And literally the love that you feel, this immense connection and this force of connection that reveals when we come together and do such an event, both if you're connecting virtually and physically, it's just something like, like nothing else. You know, Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman often says that what you get from three days at an event like a retreat, you know, an intensive gathering like that, is, is more than the advancement that you get just from a whole year of studying Kabbalah. Because the essence of the method is discovered in the connection. You can study theoretically and learn a lot of things by yourself, and it's very encouraged, etc. But when you actually get into the experience itself and, and you work on the connection and, and you draw what's called the reforming light or the surrounding light through the study and through the experience of connecting with others, so that's when really special things happen. And those special things you can only experience by, by doing it. And that's why we put on such events to, to try to raise the importance from people who've experienced it and who want to pass that on because it's really something special. And that's why we, we very much would like as many people as possible to participate in that. And it doesn't matter if you're, if you're completely new and you know nothing about Kabbalah. It's, it's also perfect for you because you can really get a... Uh, like an accelerated process. It's like the, um, the, the quick method for, for, for getting into it. By, by connecting with others, you really get a lot more than by, than by studying by yourself for a, for a long period of time even. So that, with that in mind, as we said, there's lots of questions. As we, we're going to put priority on the beginner questions. And we're going to do that just after one more short video we're going to play now to just to get a little bit more of a taste of the retreat, get into that mode of connection a bit. And then we're going to have our great instructors here start answering some of your questions. So let's go into the next clip and then we'll move on. It's a very, very simple chorus. Everything comes from above except our love. And everything depends on, on, on the love. Love. 
exercise. And, uh, I wish each of you could just reach in and take out some of this heat or even fire. I'm sure you all have that same kind of feeling. So we're going to get back into it now. Uh, we're going to start answering your questions. Just another reminder, ask your questions. We'll be answering them live starting right now. And just from doing so, we're going to put you into the draw to win one of these books. So keep your questions coming. We're already going to start on YouTube. Sharon Aloni is asking, does Kabbalah have a relationship with astrology? Let's send this one over to Tony. Can you answer this one? Does Kabbalah have a relationship with astrology? Uh no, authentic Kabbalah d does not relate to to anything uh, that is material. That it it has to do with the heart, with the way in which the heart can eventually include all of reality into it, uh, and and to treat reality in the same way that the that the general law of nature treats it. That is to have the same kind of care. For each part and the whole, and this is above the 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 realm of of the physical of matter. This is this is in the spiritual realm because it's it's really the highest law that applies to our existence and our relationship with each other. There are things that that call themselves Kabbalah that that try to relate what is out of the reach of the of of a, of a, an unchanged heart and and say well spirituality is the same as it's like the highest most refined point of material and therefore if we if we knew the laws that the, of the mechanics of the universe then we would also know all truth but authentic kabbalah says no the 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 truth is on the intentional level and that's beyond the stars and the planets and the cosmos it 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 exists in the connection between uh, human hearts. Thanks, Tony. And we're going to move it on. Another question on YouTube by JC is asking Igor, you can take this one. Can you describe love your friend as yourself in comparison to empathy and sympathy for others? Well, all right. Well, that's kind of a, to be honest, that's a deep question because this is like proper Kabbalah. This is something practical and deep. Um, well, empathy, empathy, and what? How did you put it? He's asking whether love your friend as yourself, which we say is the major right. yeah, yeah. rule in Kabbalah. Whether you can compare that to empathy and sympathy for others. Right, right. So, what is empathy and sympathy in our world? Right. So, sympathy is when I like some person. Like, for example, I have Mark next to me. Right. We have some common interests. We have something where where we can profit off of each other. I enjoy his company. 
Um, and uh, as uh, until I do that, I have, I, I have something that we call sympathy. If, if he's a person that's outside of my interests, outside of the field of the desires that I can fulfill, um, let's say we love different kind of music, we laugh at different jokes, like there's nothing that connects us, so there's no sympathy. Empathy as well, you know, uh, I look at somebody and I can feel I have this emotional intelligence, so to speak, right? So I feel the suffering of another person and uh, I have empathy, I have compassion. What does it mean? It means that, um, it might sound a little harsh, but it means that I kind of feel as if I were at, at, at the place of this person, I would feel bad. So I just feel, I just, I just feel bad, you know, and... Um, what Kabbalah says to us is that all the human feelings, all the natural human feelings, all the original firmware that we have is intrinsically egoistic. Whatever it is, uh, in what way, it, it doesn't matter what way does it manifest itself in, in stuff like empathy, sympathy, as you mentioned. Even though it's good things, actually, it's way better than outward hatred and conflict, you know, and, uh, and uh, <coughs> like... Uh, um, conflict, yeah. Uh, but still, what Kabbalah teaches us is uh, how to attain a connection of, on a spiritual level. Um, it, it does not necessarily mean that we should be similar physically, materially. You know, we, we, we might not have any initial sympathy for each other. But when we try and using the method that the sages have, through generations, uh, gave to us, when we use this method and we try to attain the, how, how do you call it, love thy neighbor? Not love thy neighbor, love your Love friend. your friend as yourself. Love you can also friend. say love your neighbor love your as friend. yourself. Exactly. Same, yeah. So how do we do it, love your friend? It sounds like a, uh, they, they call it a commandment, but how do you do it? It's not that something that, okay, love your friend, okay, I'm going to love him now. No, this is something that we can attain using this special method that we, uh, that we study here, that we teach you guys. Um, and uh, it's a whole process, and it's a beautiful process, but it's not super quick. It's not something that I can do just with the power of my will. And, but it is something that elevates person above reason, above what our five uh, senses perceive. And uh, it's the truth, eventually. And it's not about just hugging each other, you know, just being good to each other. It's about uh, revealing the, the, the fundamental love of nature, which is love. It actually connects very nicely into what Faris Louis also asked on YouTube. Uh, Anna Pierre will give this one to you. He, he says that we talk in the Wisdom of Kabbalah, we talk a lot about unity with the group and with love and bestowal. And he just says, I just want to clarify, in Kabbalah, do we just bestow directly or do we bestow what we have? For example, do we need to receive first in order to bestow? Anna Pierre. Yeah, that's a beautiful. From who was this question you said? From Ferris. Ferris Louis. Ferris. Well, Ferris is a beautiful question and already also very profound and deep question because um, you could say that the ultimate goal is that we want to use our will to receive, to bestow upon others. Um, but um, practically, we, we need to do a lot of work. We need to do a lot of steps to grow into this work because uh, we were created as beings with a will to receive uh, and we cannot change ourselves. Uh, we can only uh, want to change our intention. 
So to use our will to receive in a way that we can bestow with it. Uh, also, this is uh, something uh, which we can only desire for, we can yearn for, we can ask for uh, to the creator, but it is up to him to change it. We can only awaken this desire to be, well, to be fulfilled, as to say, from above. Um, practically, what does it mean that we make this group together in which we are like, uh, like-minded people with like-minded hearts, and we all want the same thing. So we actually give each other strength to make these actions between us in which we can awaken this force that changes us, which really gives us this intention so we can truly use our will to receive in order to bestow upon others. And this is actually, you know, on a footnote, this is like the whole process we want to go through with Kabbalah. Uh, so your question is right to the, you know, to cut the chase right to the to the bottom of the of the work. So thank you. Thanks, Second Pierre. Uh, and another question here for Mark. You can take this one. Uh, it's another one from YouTube by Milos uh, Vlatkovic. He's asking, if we are non-playable characters, driven and operated from above, predetermined, living in a deterministic world, how can you or I find purpose in living daily life or studying Kabbalah? That's a great question. That is a great question. Marcos knows. It's, that's what I'm saying. Someone... They, you know, he, Marcos knew that I was a gamer in my past life. Um, <laughs> that is a great question. I mean, it has to, um, at the root of it, you're asking about free will, right? Do we really have free will if we're NPCs, non-player char like characters that, you know, we're, which is absolutely right. Like, the premise of the question is 100% correct, right? Who are we? Who am I? I am a collection of qualities. I've been put into this body. I didn't ask which body I'm going to be put into. I didn't ask all the qualities that's, that are going to be embedded in this body, right? None of, like, where I was born, to whom I was born, how I grew up, where I went to kindergarten school. None of this was asked of me. I had no say in it. I had no say in my parents, in my environment, nothing. So it, I am just a combination of nature and nurture, who am I? I'm a non-player character, you could say. I know it's it, there's a different meaning to it right now, kind of in, in popular culture. But uh, when we look at it from the standpoint of free will, like where where has been my free will, really? Like how do I how do I exercise my free will by choosing? You know, I'm hungry. I'm choosing hamburger over a pizza over a hot dog. Is that my free will? No, because it's my desire that's choosing. What do I have a greater desire for? And it's literally my internal calculator is always calculating, you know, is the desire greater for a hot dog? And that's what I'm going to choose. And everything I do, every action, every decision I make is essentially this calculator within me making those decisions. So again, where's my free will? Uh, up until, up until, we're given the opportunity to replace that inner calculator that's operating only on an egoistic mechanism, meaning what is the most pleasure that I can get from the decision that I'm making? Like, which of these things is going to give me more pleasure? That's the thing that I'm going to choose every single time until 
until I am given the opportunity now to actually choose something that's not necessarily going to give me the most egoistic pleasure. Like when I choose, when a, when a point awakens in me, we call it a point in the heart. It's a desire for something that can't really be satisfied in this world. And all of a sudden, I feel like, you know, all these hot dogs and pizzas and video games, like it's all fine, I guess, but it's not really giving me anything. It's not filling me, it's not giving me anything lasting, anything real. I feel like there's something else. And it's pushing me to look for that thing. And I am given the opportunity then to, like, I touch it, I taste it, and I realize, okay, this is different. And I can't even really explain why, but I just feel like it's different. And the more I, I touch it, the more I realize that it's actually given me a choice. It's given me an option to do something else, to, to uh, have a different kind of calculation that's not wholly egoistic, meaning what is it going to do for me? That is the only freedom that we are given. That's the first freedom we're given as NPCs. Up until that point, that's all we are. We're non-player characters. And at that point, we're given the, the chance to become player characters, right? <laughs> to become like, it's, it's Pinocchio becoming a real boy. It's, you know, we're becoming, uh, at least we're given the chance to become something greater, something, uh, a, a, a creature that is capable of doing something other than just pure pursuit of egoistic pleasure. I hope that answered it. Let's call it a stony heart that turns into a heart of flesh. Right? <laughs> Say it again into the mic. A bit. The heart of stone that turns into a heart of flesh. Right. Yeah. Right. Here's a question for Ruth. Crystal is asking you, Ruth. She's asking you, as a woman who has had many challenges in your life, as well as heartbreaks, how has Kabbalah changed your life, and has it made you feel complete and full of joy? Wow. Crystal. <laughs> I know Crystal. Crystal from Australia. What a beautiful question, and that is like a really powerful question, and like, how could I possibly answer that question in one minute? But um, to put it short, it's like uh, 360 degrees, like, um, wow, um, everything. I mean, it's it's very difficult to compose that into a one-minute answer, but... Um, It's the truth. It's it's everything. It's that's this is life. This is a real life. There, I, I don't want to sound like kind of like you know like um, fanatical or something, but um, everything else is. It's like you know like that Matrix movie. It's like that. Basically, <laughs> everyone knows the Matrix. We even have clips. We have a awesome content on, uh, on the Matrix. Um, this is the truth, and it's beautiful, and it's an adventure. It's an adventure of a lifetime. It's like uh, the real Disneyland. I can't. I don't have words for it because it's just, you know, yeah. Maybe so, Tali or Michelle. Yeah, you wanna, yeah. You Can add? add? Please add on to it, guys, because it's like that's a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally understand what you're saying <laughs> because you, you really have to experience it. But what I can add is also that I feel like I've been given tools um, to truly understand the world that we live in, and it goes throughout every aspect of life. 
work-wise, with the family, nothing is going away. We're still living in this life. We still have to get, you know, to work. We still have to have all these relationships and struggles and emotions. And like the wisdom of Kabbalah for me, like pulled me out of very big darkness of like not understanding what's happening kind of, because, you know, if you look at life, if you look, watch the news, it looks like a big mess. Like you, it's very hard to understand why people are behaving the way they do, why countries behave the way they do, like where are we going, like why all this is happening, and it can be very frustrating, very frustrating, you know, if you really get into it. And I feel like the win of wisdom of Kabbalah for me makes it very simple. And I really like the explanation before how it's all about the desire, and you know, you learn how, where is your free will and who you really are. Um, so I feel like I really got connected to who I really am and I feel like I'm fulfilling my potential as a human being on this earth, you know, considering the reality around me. So, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's anything I can ask for. Great. Thank you. Michelle, you have anything to add? No, <laughs> you want to stay? I, I, I just can... No? I think Tali explained it really well, and uh, Kabbalah also brought balance to to my life in that sense. You know, like in all these crazy things happening in the world, you know, like we have the opportunity to discover like the real life, who we really are, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I just want to add on to what you guys were saying. Totally, it's it's like you start to reveal um, deeper layers of your of reality like you start to, to peel away things and everything starts to fall into balance like uh, you guys mentioned and um you know you really you start to see it because you we're actually learning about you know like this program the system of nature it's so overwhelming it's beautiful it's powerful it's deep it's like there's so many layers and it's just truly it's uh and you're in this path with with so many friends and you're going to meet them you're going to meet uh, many friends uh, points in heart that are coming to the retreat together and uh, you're you you you're you're invited to to like to to participate actively to be an active part in this beautiful program that nature prepared for all of creation and uh, it's a beautiful opportunity and and a huge gift and there's there's no words to you just have to to experience it for yourself. Right, but since since you've mentioned matrix in the beginning, <laughs> it's 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 important no, to note that there are no agents that that can actually physically hurt us and our ships is like are like way clear cleaner you know <laughs> and the food is way better. So, but other than that, yeah, kind of similar. No no wires no. Uh, yeah yeah, it's uh, a nice version. No. Uh, <laughs> inputs in the in the back of the head yeah. right uh, just a, just another quick reminder guys anyone who's joined us during this event you can ask questions get them answered live and win prizes soon we're going to already draw the first prize which is this book by Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman uh, a really really special very internal book called Detaining the Worlds Beyond 
Uh, it's great, really, for anyone who's even just beginning the wisdom of Kabbalah and who's never even heard anything about Kabbalah before, but who just has some kind of spiritual drive within them. And it's also great for people who've been on the path of the wisdom of Kabbalah for even you know, 20, 30, however many years, because you always find something new in this book. So we're going to be giving a couple of these away, and we're going to draw the first prize just for asking questions. You can ask your questions on YouTube, on Facebook, and also if you're watching us live, on retreat.kabuconnect.com slash live. You can also ask your questions there. We're taking your questions everywhere and asking them. And right now we're giving, uh, we're giving a priority to Kabbalah beginner questions. Let's just keep it going for now. Uh, Priscilla is asking on YouTube. Tony, we'll give this one over to you. What does Kabbalah say about Easter? Today's Easter Sunday. So let's see. What, what does Kabbalah say about that? The desires the hope and the feeling of greatness that people can associate with Easter, that, that desire, that intention uh, is, is a part of, uh, of us. It's, it's baked into nature uh, and it can be, it can be ac accessed that, that way, you know, through, through actions and traditions and so on and, and it can also be accessed very very directly and every day um there in reality there aren't actually things there there aren't separate objects and there really aren't separate people there there are there are impulses basically of that are called intentions there they are impulses of the heart that that uh, that connect us and that we actually live in our our real reality is our response to things so if easter fills you particularly with a kind of hope greatness promise uh this is the stuff of life the, the point though is to what what we would love for everybody to experience and what nature wants us to experience is without regard to time and difference of the calendar or of religious approach or any of those things that everyone should be able to have that the access to that intention that hope and that fulfillment on a on a constant basis that there should be the right kind of desire that puts us in touch with that and that it can be woven into our let's call it daily experience or constant experience of of uh, a, a, a proper need to, to turn to the highest force for the complete fulfillment things that will go beyond the ideas of life and death and and show us that we are already in touch with this but not when we're uh, as mark explained not when we're being operated by self-concern but when we're operated by the same thing that would that would want us that same intention that would want us to experience that that hope that aspiration uh then we we're in touch with with that thing that we may attribute to easter always and as as a part of our general environment and 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 the relationship between all people thanks tony and also, I just want to remind, as well as asking questions and getting them answered live, we'll get to some others soon. Uh, this is also an event where we're giving away 
full cashback on one retreat ticket. So if you're buying your tickets for the retreat, uh, whether you're attending virtually, and you can get your virtual tickets for the retreat at retreat.cabuconnect.com, or whether you're attending in person in the Netherlands, uh, you, you can also get the tickets there at retreat.cabuconnect.com. So during this event, if you're getting your tickets, we're going to give away one full cashback to a retreat ticket at the end of this event. So I already see there's been a few uh, people buying your retreat tickets, so keep them coming. Uh, and also keep your questions coming. We've got lots of questions coming, very good questions. Uh, let's take another one now, another one by Lewis. We'll give this one to you, Igor. What is the difference between a person studying Kabbalah and any other person? Do they get angry and mad? Yeah. How is life different? Do they laugh? Do you laugh? Do you have debts? <laughs> Etc. <cetera. laughs> That's the question. Well, well first of all, um, first of all, you're right. It takes a special person to get attracted to Kabbalah in the first place. You know, uh, it's not something that we... So the, even the process that we do right now, it's not that we're trying to like uh, do some propaganda to you guys, like, hey, join us, we, we're this and that. We're basically out here showcasing what we have and inviting you if you feel the need, you know, and you feel that it's something for you. Um, because uh, th there's a saying, correct me, I, I, I'm from Ukraine, so like, English is not my native language. How, how, how do you translate this term? Like, uh, uh, there is no violence in spirituality. Like, there is no, no coercion. No coercion. There's no coercion. Coercion, right? Like you can't force spirituality right. so, on a person. So you cannot force exactly. So you cannot force Kabbalah. You cannot force spirituality onto someone. You know, you cannot like uh, make someone study it. You cannot make someone apply those laws. And uh, that's one thing. That's one aspect of it. So it takes a special person, a person with a special kind of desire, a special kind of lack, special kind of whole, you know, like that Tali mentioned before, right, that Ruth mentioned before, to, to even start studying it. That's one thing. This is, and it's pretty important. But then once you get into it, uh, it's basically an additional layer on top of your life on one hand. On one hand, your life is not different from other people if they look from it, at it from the outside. On the other hand, though, um, all the things that you experience, all the, uh, all the events in your life, all the reactions that you get inside of yourself, you, it's, it's a dialogue between you and the upper force. And it's not something imaginary, and it's not something, it's not a religious experience, it's not a religion. It's uh, something uh, really practical. It's a, it's a, it's a way. Uh, yeah, Mark, Mark is, Mark, Mark is, help is on the way. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking. I think we have a great example. Uh, Rabash, like Rab Rav Lightman's teacher, Rabash. Who was he in his career? He was a road worker. He worked on the railroad when it was being laid right. in Israel. It was an extremely difficult job, very, very arduous, manual labor. Even though he was an educated person. He was a yeah. He, he was, was a judge in Poland. Right. Uh, well, that's Bal Salam. Not for the Bosch, no, right? but he received the license to be a judge. Okay, right. so, but uh, you know, as far as his work, what he actually did for a living, he was like a manual laborer. Then he was a clerk, right, uh, for many Postal many office, years. I guess, right? So he had like very very simple jobs. He wasn't some big distinguished person from the standpoint of this world. He was, you know, very much like a regular person, but internally. Like, he was this incredible Kabbalist. He was this incredible sage that paved the way to what we have now, the reason why we right. have right. Kabu, the reason why we have everything we have. 
we wouldn't have anything close to it if right. it wasn't for Rabash, right? Right. So, right. so that's a very good point. And and on and at the same time, we, there was a re. You, you also could have heard this one of our sages, one of the biggest Kabbalists of all times, and he was at the opposite side of the spectrum. He was a really wealthy individual. You know, he was a trader at the time, right? He lived out of Egypt. He traded like all kinds of uh, fabrics, etc. So anyway, what I'm trying to say. Me personally, that that was the question. I don't have debt. <laughs> but I do, I do. Right? You see? So that's the thing, you know. Uh, we have all kinds of people. People from all walks of life, you know. And uh, it doesn't really matter. It's not connected to the fact that... that it, and it's not connected to the spiritual... The, the height of the spiritual level that you can attain. Um, we all get dealt a certain hand, you know, in our life. And we live our life a certain way. But what's on top of that, what's, what's beyond that, is what Kabbalah gives us. And this is what basically the only, how guys have mentioned, where Pinocchio becomes human. And this is where I can truly realize myself. And this is where I can really grow, you know. And this is where I can really excel. And this is where I can really do something from myself and not something that was programmed onto me through the environment through the modern times through my desires through what parents gave me you know but just something independent and on my own so so in a nutshell a difference between a person that studies kabbalah and doesn't study kabbalah is the freedom of will we like the matrix too clearly can i right. add something sorry i'm just like so yeah, overwhelmed pill, right? it's okay is it okay <laughs> You yes, just, yes. Uh, I'll try and make it short. So I just was getting excited because you were talking about, I just wanted to speak about, um, you know, like people when the point in the heart way, wakens up and they start questioning, like, what's going on here? Like, there's got to be something more than this going on in this world. And this is what's so magical about all the friends that you meet that are studying Kabbalah together, like all walks of life from strictly, it doesn't matter. Like no one's looking at that stuff. It doesn't matter if you is a professor or someone cleaning the street or a school teacher or, or whatever. These are like things they have no, they're, they're totally redundant. It's like something, something else. Like, like you said, like, you know, Pinocchio starts to become human there. It's a completely different value system. And, um, this is what's so beautiful because, Everyone wants that. That's what really, you know, deep inside, even maybe we don't even, people don't feel it because, you know, they're so in this, like, this mm, this kind of, like, madhouse of, like, oh, man, I got to feed the kids. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to pay for rent. I got to, it's like going in a cage, you know, like in a rat race. And here it's like, wow, what's this, you know? And, and it's kind of like coming into a space where, like, wow. This is it, you know. This is like it's kind of like coming into a, a place where you feel like you start to come home. Because these things, like all these outer false values, they they don't they don't play they don't have a place here, you know. It's something completely different. We're not looking at that stuff. We're looking at what is it to be human and to care about each other and love yeah for sure that's one of the things that's uh, definitely uh, always impresses me with this that you can be talking to someone who studies Kabbalah here for, for a long time and uh, afterwards you realize you don't even know what job they do or what anything they do they, you just know that they have this uh, point in the heart this uh, desire for 
discovering what is at the essence of all life and that this thing is burning in them and, and there's this common connection to you just for being these common human beings. It's a really amazing thing. Uh, let's go to one more question and then we're going to draw the first prize. This next question is by Elsie Chapman on Facebook. Anna Pierre, get ready. It's for you. A uh, bit of a long one. It says, I tried some of the other Kabbalah organizations. They encourage all the Jewish practices such as the Pesach, the Passover, uh, counting Omer, etc., no matter if you are Jewish or not. It seems to me that in B'nai Baruch, uh, B'nai Baruch is the parent organization, by the way, of Kabyu, uh, which we all hear under B'nai Baruch. So it seems to me that in B'nai Baruch, these are not mentioned much now. Did I miss it or is it not important to Kabbalah teachings if we are not Jewish? Anna Pierre, go ahead. Yeah, beautiful question. Actually, there, there are some multiple questions here. Uh, first of all, um, uh, what we actually study when we study Kabbalah is actually we study our connection. We study uh, the measure in which we are connected or separated. And um, this is like not an intellectual thing. This is a study from the heart, but by increasing our feeling, adding more intellect and adding more feeling, we get a better understanding actually what is making us connect and what is separating us. And this is actually the main thing that we study because through our connection, we can build like you could say a receptacle to understand the laws of nature, to understand actually what the upper force is wanting to bestow upon us, what he wants to give upon us. Um, all the stories relate to this, like what the earlier question was about Pesach. These, these stories are very much related to uh, this study of our connection. Um, but they are not so much the study about the the attributes and the persons that are named and which relate actually to this world when you read it without knowledge, without Kabbalistic knowledge, but they relate to internal feelings and states of connection and separation. So, yes, we study those uh, sources, those stories, those uh, 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 holidays during those holidays, but all, always with the aim of connection. And if if you, and perhaps now this is also the second part of the question: to be Jewish or not, this is uh, you can now understand that it doesn't matter if you're Jewish or not, because when your point is awakened, it's actually awakened towards the a kind of remembrance of connection. Uh, a kind of remembrance of oneness. And um, this remembrance, this this needs to expand. This this is actually asking for expansion to, to grow, to uh, grow both qualitatively and quantitatively. And this is actually what we do in the study. So therefore, you don't need to be Jewish. You don't need to have a passport with... Uh, which states that you live in Israel. It's more that your point in the heart, which awakened you uh, from the context of Kabbalah, you're actually called a Jew uh, because your point in the heart wants to connect with other points in the heart. 
And this is actually what is Kabbalah about. So, but I, I invite my, my other friends because uh, I'm sure they're more, much more eligible to talk a bit about it. Perhaps, Tony, you want to add to this uh, question? Um, uh, the word Jew comes from the Hebrew word for unity. And it, it, it means somebody w with a particular type of a desire for this, for this thing. No, we don't deal with things at all from a religious point of view. We deal with it only from the, uh, from the point of view of the desire and the methodology of this interconnection, which is what all of that stuff originally was about, but is, does not exist hardly at all. I'm, I'm trying to make a good case for it in religion. It's, it's not about that. It is, this is what that was about. No, you don't have to, you don't have to, and you don't have to observe anything externally, but you can learn from these things because they were originally written by Kabbalists in order to, as, as Ampere said, in order to illustrate to a very sensitive heart, sensitive souls, they understood they could hear that. We don't hear that. We make these big, huge separations between Jews, Christians, Muslims, you name it. They're not us, you know what I mean? So, but, but we're all us, we're all the same thing, and this is the path to that, and that's what it was originally about. No, uh, we don't, you don't have to do any of those things, but you'll hear some of those things. Move on to drawing our first prize winner. Our first prize winner, let's get the drum roll happening, is from Facebook. Karen Ori, you just won. Congrats! You just won this book, "Attaining the Worlds Beyond," a very special book by Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman. It's gonna be. We'll be in touch with you to get it out to you. This physical book. It's a, yeah, probably one of the best books that's come out from uh, from um, from Dr. Leitman. And I don't know if we should answer your question because you got you got <laughs> how many pages here? You've got uh, more than 400 pages here to answer your question, but uh, let's, let's ask it for Mark anyway. Maybe you can give something to, for this. So what, what Karen asked was, how do we also learn to love the creation of, from the Creator, and not only one another? How do we show love to not only everyone, but also to everything? Mm. Okay. Um, well, we do learn in Kabbalah that all creation is connected. We're not separate. We're not disconnected. And in fact, all creation can be divided into four distinct levels. We have the inanimate nature, vegetative nature, animate nature, and human nature. These are four levels. It's like a pyramid, but it's really the same creation. Uh, humans are at the top of this pyramid, not because we're better, we're superior, but because the level of the human desire is higher. That is why. Uh, and, and it's also we include within us this level at the top includes within it all of the preceding levels as well. So as we learn to love each other, we automatically, by default, find, learn the same love for all creation, for all levels of creation. So you learn to love, again, everything there is in our reality much the same on all the levels because it is just one. Our, our soul is one. We simply learn how to discern it properly, how to relate to it properly, what the functions are for all of these different levels. Uh, it just 
you know, we, we sort it out. It, it starts to make sense. It becomes, it starts to live within us. But the, the love that we feel, it is the same. You don't love, you know, it's like you, you can't love your kidneys more than your liver, right? It's, it's, uh, you love the whole organism collectively. And that's what we learn. Thanks, Mark. And um, before we move on, we're just going to watch a short video now uh, from students of CABU who already registered to the retreat a while back. Basically, everyone who registered got an email soon afterwards saying that since you've registered nice and early, uh, we'd like to hear from you in a video of why you registered to the retreat and what you wish for everyone who is coming uh, to also get from the retreat. So... Uh, we have a few people who responded to that, sent their videos in. We got very inspired by it, and we put together a little video of that inspiration. Just before we get to the video, we're also reminding that anyone who registers, I see that we have all kinds of people registering to, to the retreat already during this event. So if you register to the retreat, which is going to take place both virtually and physically, physically in the Netherlands, virtually from wherever you want to be uh, on Zoom, so... You can do that at retreat.cabuconnect.com or you can follow the links in either of the YouTube or Facebook chats you see there. Uh, virtually the price right now, it's also one week before the end of the early bird discount. So you can get that for $99 uh, if you connect virtually or $399, which is $100 off if you connect in person, if you come to the Netherlands. Uh, so that's that's the retreat tickets. So... Register the retreat now and you go into the draw that within the next 20 minutes or so we're going to be drawing one person who registered to the retreat during this event will get the full cash back on their ticket whether you registered virtually or physically we'll do a bit of a random thing that chooses the winner and you'll go into the draw to win the first prize tonight which is full cash back on the retreat ticket so do that now retreat.cabu.connect.com and while we do that let's listen to a few cabu students who are going to be going to the retreat and hear how they're inspired and how they wish you to be also inspired. Hi, I'm Rachel from Arkansas, USA. Little Rock. What inspired to get me to get my tickets for the retreat is just this, this feeling that I get from everyone that it's just such an event that you cannot miss. Laura here from Michigan. And I signed up for the retreat because I want to deepen my connection to the other points of the heart that are studying and teaching the wisdom of Kabbalah. Hi, this is uh, Julius from Sweden. And I signed up for this retreat because I'm on a spiritual path, uh, hoping to work for inner and outer peace and get a deeper meaning in my life. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime experience and it's a huge accelerator on a spiritual path. It is just, a, it's going to be amazing. My wish for anyone who's considering attending the retreat is that the reforming light guide your path in such a way that you um, engage with the wisdom of Kabbalah in whatever way works best for you. What I wish for everyone who considers coming to the retreat is consider this. Everyone wants to, you to be there. This is, this is an opportunity you cannot miss out on. 
it's going to be so great. I hope so much that you will come. See you at the retreat. My wish for all those attending the Cavi Retreat 2023 is the connection, the connection, the connection. Bless. All right. This whole event was worth uh, smiles on the on you know Michelle, Tali, Anna Pierre, and Tony's faces. Just watching you guys smile during this whole uh, clip was amazing. You guys are uh, shining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely uh, we're inspired. We're inspired by you guys. Look, uh, I just want to say we got so many questions coming in, and there's lots of questions about the actual retreat. Uh, we do want to give priority to Kabbalah beginner questions now, but we are having a Zoom. We're going to have a live Zoom right after this event. So this one's finishing in 20 minutes on YouTube and Facebook. And then we're going to go into the CabU Zoom. Anyone who's registered to CabU, you can join in that Zoom. You all get the email for that. Or anyone who's also registered to the retreat, if, even if you're not registered to CabU, you can also, uh, you'll also get the email to go into that Zoom. And we're going to get into all your retreat-related questions in that Zoom. And there we're also going to have Zohar, who's the retreat manager. And so you'll get very good, you know, logistical answers to a lot of your logistical questions that you're asking here. But even though some of them are not logistical, but we'll, we'll get to those too. So just just keep in mind that all these re retreat-related questions you're asking, we'll get to those right after this in the, in the Zoom that takes place in another 20 minutes or so from now. So for now, we'll keep up with the... Uh, with the Kabbalah beginner style questions that are, that are coming in. We've got a flood of them coming in. And I still remind that with the Q&A, we're going to draw one more prize winner to win this book, Attaining the Worlds Beyond by Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman. A uh, very, very special book. So we're still going to give away one of these just to someone who's asking a question. And we are also reminding about the the full cashback prize on your retreat ticket to anyone who gets their retreat ticket during this event. Follow the links in the chats in the descriptions uh, or go to retreat.cabuconnect.com uh, in order to get your tickets for the retreat, virtual or in person in the ne Netherlands. And to one person who gets their retreat now during this event, you'll get your full cashback. We'll draw that at the very end. But Marcus, Marcus. Go ahead, Tony. It is a very special book. Hold it up again. Hold it up. You can see through this book. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's a guarantee you will see through this book. <laughs> there you go. See, there's uh, magical things happening here. Yeah. All right, let, let's let's keep going on with it. Uh, Tony, you can you can keep going with it. Uh, let's let's get into this question. A question by Mark on YouTube. I've read somewhere that Kabbalah includes every science. Could you elaborate more on that? Yeah, well, you could say it includes it, uh, but it's, Kabbalah is a meta-science. It, it deals with the root of, of, first of all, the scientific impulse, and that it's based on, uh, it's, it, it is about the human spirit finding itself in the context of nature. Uh, it, what it investigates, though, uh, are not the, f the apparent forces, not that most forces are really apparent, you, they're mostly invisible, but we, we see the actions of, of a lot of them and we think of them as being physical. But Kabbalah is a, is a science that investigates the level above what we think of as physical forces, and impels those outcomes. 
uh, that we think of as material force. Uh, even those very, very subtle things such as quantum relationships and so on, how things happen irregardless of time and, posi and uh, space positioning and, and, and all of that. The, it used to be that um, in order to, to begin to study, people had to have a, a, a basis in, in the seven arts, so to speak. The things, the nature of, of science as we understood it in this world. But that's because the process uh, of Kabbalah is based on a scientific approach. That is, that it has to be, uh, there has to be uh, an experimentation, it has to be based on, on data, but it's a different type of data. So it has to be rooted in a stability of of uh, of mind and heart and so on and that comes you learn that first if you're coming to it from the physical you learn it first through through learning material science and and you understand that there must be a framework for investigation even if it if what we're investigating is our own place uh and our own development and and the states of of uh perception of reality that we go through it's not random it's not like smoke it's 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 a real methodology and to grasp the methodology first we have to learn about what methodologies are but it is a, as a science it is really the 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 inverse even though you come to learn to be to be practical and mature in doing this work in the end what you what you are looking at is why nature the root level of nature and why things appear the way that they do and what in in our egoistic reality in the physical world so um all sciences are tucked into into that into that upper level but it is it is a science and it is a method uh, i just I don't want to add if if tony if you don't mind um what you're mentioning right now to me it also reminds of the the symbol of kabbalah is the tree of life the symbol of Meibaruch is the tree of life. And what, what this tree is, it's basically showing uh, the branches and the roots. And it's symbolic because in Kabbalah, this is what we learn. We, we learn that there is a corporal reality that's here below, material reality where we currently exist with our five senses, everything that we can see, smell, taste, touch, etc. And this is what we measure. The sciences in our world, they measure all of the physical material phenomenon. But the spiritual phenomenon... It, it still exists, it's just we can't see it with our five senses. We can't measure it with our five senses. Kabbalah is the science that measures those spiritual phenomena, which have direct connection with the physical as well. That's where you have the tree of life, where you have the roots and the branches. One affects the other. And when we, when we read Kabbalistic texts, including like old you know, uh, religious texts even, they're written in this language that actually indicates it, it uh, points to the spiritual phenomenon. And we kind of mistake them for physical, physical actions. But the, it's actually talking about the spiritual phenomena above. So I think this is also uh, where, you know, where this comes, that Kabbalah is kind of like the root of all the sciences, because, again, it's talking about the spiritual worlds from which our material world descends. All right, we're going to go into another question now, just before we move on. 
Clara Jansen, also on YouTube, is asking, is there a method or a tool in Kabbalah with which one can concretely discover the concrete mission one has here in this world? Anna-Pierre, go ahead. Yes, Clara. Uh, the concrete mission is to come in adhesion with our maker. Okay, perhaps not so concrete if we are not in adhesion yet. Um, so our mission with Kabbalah is to actually to find connection with our fellow points in the heart, as to say, with our brothers and sisters, and to create this new perception of reality, what Mark was just talking about, roots and branches. Um, Kabbalists explained to us when we are drawn into the study, actually, we we all got in this life some talents, some, you know, some born qualities, which we with which we can foresee in our livelihood, with which we can, you know, earn money and and uh, have something to eat and um, have a life. And they explain actually to us that we have the the option or there's the option, especially when the point is awakened, that we can use the remaining time of our lives for spiritual development. And actually they explain to us that the 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 the, the true mission of life is to come back in adhesion which we once had, but lost in adhesion again with our maker. So what specifically the individual contribution or concrete uh, mission is, it, it, will be, it will be revealed when we go into the study. Uh, it will be more concrete. It will be well, the beautiful thing is actually when you come into more connection with your friends, you will learn from your friends how you can add to this connection. And the more you will be, you know, spiritual mature, the more you will feel that this is your mission. This this is like where you can truly add to life. So I would say go to the retreat. Uh, let your point be more awakened and find out for yourself uh, how things will change and you will find more concrete revelation how you can add practically in this world. Thanks, Edna Pierre. And now's the time. We're already running out of time. Time really flies because there's so many questions and we'd like to really get to uh, everything we can. But obviously you can see there's, there's uh, not enough time to get to everything. Uh, now we're going to draw the second prize winner, Elsie Chapman. You are the winner of this great book, Attaining the Worlds Beyond by Kabbalist. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> All right. Things are going all wild now for for this. But Elsie uh, Chapman from Sweden, you're the, you're the winner of that. Congratulations! I'm sure you'll get a lot of that. You actually asked a question that we already answered. Uh, it was I think one of the first questions we answered during this event. So, so congratulations to you. And now that we're heading into the last ten minutes, uh, really, let's we're just going to give another another little bit of a focus on this retreat. We're going to go now and watch another short video. It's the first time, by the way, you're watching these student videos. So this is another first time video. These 
people who are speaking in this video, these are all uh, students of CABU in the graduate environment. Anyone who goes through CABU, CABU is the study environment of B'nai Baruch. If anyone who wishes to advance in the wisdom of Kabbalah, we have a structured uh, learning path in CABU where you join and you go through courses, beginner courses, intermediate courses, advanced, and then you join a graduate environment. And we have uh, several students studying regularly in the graduate environment. And uh, the first few people who registered to the retreat on the very first days uh, some of these CABU students in this graduate environment. We see them very regularly in the lessons there. And they were so inspired as well that they wanted to share why they registered so early and they made this video. I'm just reminding as well that this is your last chance. We have literally about seven minutes left uh, where you can, if you register to the retreat now in these next seven minutes, you have a chance of getting the first prize at this event of getting your full retreat ticket cash back uh, seven minutes from now. So I think it's like a, maybe a three, four, maybe five minute registration process, no matter, depending on how savvy you are. So you'd, you'd want to really get started right now if, if that's your thing, if you're coming to the retreat. And it goes for if you're connecting virtually or if you're going to go in person in the Netherlands. So definitely take advantage of that if you can. And here's another video from some of the very first people who registered to the retreat. Uh, telling you why they did that and what they wish for you. Dear friends, the Cabu retreat is coming up the first week of May, May 5th to the 7th, and I already got my tickets. What inspired me to get my tickets really right away was just thinking how exciting it is to be with all of you. Hi friends, hi Cabu. What inspired me to get the tickets early on for the retreat is that it's the first retreat in Europe. I think it's an incredible opportunity that we're having and I want to make use of that opportunity. Hello friends. Yes, for a few days ago I booked my tickets. I registered for the workshop in Holland outside of Amsterdam and uh, I am truly excited that uh, there will be this weekend here in Europe for us. So um, I don't want to miss it. Hi all friends, I'm delighted to be coming along to the Euro Retreat in May. What inspired me to get my tickets slightly earlier is that I'm so keen to come along and I wish for all the friends that you are considering to come along to book now and make sure they get their reservation and everything in order. Because once everything's in order, you can just look forward to connecting more so with the friends and meeting some familiar and great faces. Love to all, Lindy. What I wish for everybody who joins, the opportunity to connect, the opportunity to get one step further, the opportunity to reveal more and more the meaning of life and to get closer to the truth. Hello, friends. Here's a tip how to trick your ego and get those tickets uh, to a retreat. Simply do it. Uh, don't start to argue with your reason. Maybe I should do it later. Maybe it's not necessary. You know what's the correct decision to do. Just buy those tickets and let's see each other. I think there's going to be so much energy in the room and we're going to get to practice everything we've been learning so far. And I really want to be with all of you and I want to see you there. So if you're considering 
getting tickets and coming to the EU retreat, please do so. I would love to see you there. Um, we really need you. I count on you. I hope to see you there. I hope to see you there. <laughs> We're going to continue this line quickly. I know we only have three minutes left, so everyone try to keep your answers really short. By the way, Zohar, the, the retreat manager, just wrote to me that most people can do this registration in less than two minutes, so you still have a chance here. We're going to do a workshop round, and then we're going to announce the cashback retreat ticket uh, prize winner. Again, if you buy your tickets now in the next two minutes, you, you go in the chance to actually basically get your ticket for free because you'll get uh, full cashback on that ticket. So we're just going to go into a short uh, round of what, what do you wish for everyone coming to the retreat? treat maybe tali you want to get this one started yeah sure so um i just want to say that for me the first retreat i've ever been to i came by myself i had no idea what i'm getting myself into like not a clue but i felt attracted that i have to be there that i have to understand what it means what are they talking about what what's in these books like, what is this all about? So it felt like my heart is like just taking me there and I couldn't resist it. And um, um, it was just something very different than uh, than what I, I mean, I, we, like, like we said before, you can't really, uh, you know, know what it's like until you do it. So, I mean, just the fact of seeing people from all over the world, so different, everybody's coming with their own background, with their own baggage, with their own emotions, feelings, struggles in life, challenges, frustrations, and uh, to find and, and to just share this, this, these three days with these people and to find everything that is connecting us rather than everything that separates us. It's a very, very empowering feeling. And also we were talking about science and yes, it's science, but it's the science of the heart and it's the science of like our most inner emotions and feelings, uh, you know, feelings of belonging, feeling of, of, um, of acceptance in a society. And uh, that's something that everyone's going to find in this retreat. So it's, it's just an overwhelming experience. Yeah, I, I, I wish everything that the friends were talking about, I wish everything for for the for the for the new friends who are joining. But I think I, the main thing I was thinking about was like I wish for everyone a confirmation of the purpose of life. So that they feel that this is the truth and it will balance them and it will give you a new direction in life. And it's really, it changes your life from now on forward. I want you to feel happy and at home and recognize that that's where you are. I wish you all a unique, pleasant and eye-opening experience. Okay. Um, yeah, that you really, really experience this deeper layer of reality that it's not just some fantasy but it's practical and real and that you really really taste it you really feel it and yeah all right so we're already heading over time now and we promised you that one 
uh, one of you great friends, one of you great people who have gotten inspired and who is going to be coming to the retreat now because you registered during this event, uh, you're going to get the full cash back. That's the first prize. So that's what we're going to get into now. So a bit of a drum roll. And it goes to Rainier Annika. Yeah. Congratulations. We've got a free ticket just from registering in the last hour. Congratulations. That's great. We look forward to seeing you and, and several of you who registered during this event. We look forward and, and everyone who's going to be coming. It's just going to be amazing. Uh, as we said, there was another question here. I'll kind of use this to close it up. It was actually the least Kabbalistic question, and it was from ATL Transparency News. <laughs> That's who asked the question. He, they asked, how do you walk that fine line so that the discussion does not resemble a marketing item? Is this a fear you have, negative, positive? What are the sides of the argument? The main thing here is like, since we are promoting uh, something so great and something that we feel is got this lasting, amazing, life-changing spiritual benefit for people, which is so so immense and so great. So there's marketing it and promoting it has, it's something that we uh, just, just think is going to be completely good for everyone who, who does it. And we also understand that since it has spiritual benefit, spiritual benefit is something that we can't picture in our corporeal senses. It's not something that we can perceive on anything that we know in our lives. It's not, it's not like, how you can imagine what more money is or, or what having more power, more respect and all kinds of corporeal goals in our lives. Spirituality is something completely different. It's this much higher, much greater pleasure, much more complete pleasure that comes from when this force that dwells in nature, which is concealed from us, reveals in our connection. And when that happens, it connects us, it bonds us. We feel something so much more natural and so much more... Uh, higher and pleasant and real and true in our lives and meaningful that that we never experienced before in our lives that none of our corporeal desires have ever led us to and when when that happens it's uh, it's the greatest possible thing so marketing such a thing it's it's even incorrect to use the word marketing we simply raise the importance of what our ultimate true uh, spiritual purposes and when that comes close to us we start feeling what a what an amazing thing is to to touch on this truth that exists to touch on this ultimate meaning of life so so that's what we're trying to do here to really raise the importance of this of this opportunity to come together to connect you know on this very equal level to connect as human beings on the in, innermost point that connects us to draw that force of connection that dwells in nature into that connection and when we feel that it's something that's just so elated and so exalted and we really wish for everyone to feel that because it belongs to everyone equally and we we very much wish for that for everyone and on that point we're also going to leave now just a very very quick thing you want to add i want to add if you don't mind uh the world is a desert and this is an oasis. And we're just calling everyone to join us at this oasis. All right. That was a nice nice addition. So, yeah. So, thank you, everyone, for joining. Thanks also to everyone who joined here. Ruth, Mark, Anna Pierre, uh, Tali, Michelle, Tony. Uh, it's been really, really great, really fun. Uh, just this connection itself uh, makes me also very inspired and want to con- continue. And we're going to leave now as well with just a short clip as well from Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman, also uh, personally inviting everyone to the retreat. He's the founder and teacher at the B'nai Baruch Kabbalah Education Research Institute. 
and uh, he himself is always encouraging such events, so you can hear it directly from him. And also everyone who's connected to us in CabU or everyone who's registered to the retreat and got the email with the Zoom link. So connect to us in the Zoom afterwards and we'll get to all your retreat-related questions and we'll talk more about the uh, retreat itself there. So we look forward to seeing you in the Zoom after this for another hour. And let's get it out. See you later, everyone. Thank you very much. Hello to all of those who find interest in the wisdom of Kabbalah and wish to know what this wisdom is really about and what it guides a person to achieve. I highly recommend not to miss the coming opportunity to connect with others who started studying the wisdom of Kabbalah. You have a truly unique opportunity here to come together and find in that connection all the answers to every possible question that one may have. So I wish you the best of luck in discovering all the secrets of nature, the secrets of your destiny and purpose. Good luck. Revealed and concealed in us All is one
bitterness, the sweetness, the sorrow, it's all one. The good and the bad, what's past and tomorrow.